1: And coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'm really, I got to tell you, I'm really thrilled. Um, I love... I love the people that I get to speak with, but even more than that, I love how they are out in the world. Dr. Lisa Collins is joining me here today. We're going to talk about "Hot Off the Shelf," her book. Um, and it was so funny because I was watching a movie. I think last night, uh, I watch the same movies over and over again. Benny, like, I, like if there's like a movie I like, like it's a, so every time it pops up, I like watch it. And, you know, and I love Denzel Washington. And so at the end of the movie, he's connecting with this young woman that was like a prostitute. And then she's not because he helped her, but I'm not even going to go into that. And there's the end of the movie where he puts like a fist bump up and he says, mind, body. And then she does like that for spirit and soul. And Mm -hmm. so I, right, Denzel, you're ending that crazy violent movie with that? Okay, that's good. But but what I love about it is that if you had talked to people a number of years ago, and you would have said things like that, there would be some people that got it and some people that didn't. And in the time that I've been doing this, Benny, remember when we started to do shows like, um, like, When we did whole events, like one, Mm -hmm. we were teaching people 20 years ago. Now, some people say, oh, no, people knew. Well, kind of, but now like we're in the mainstream. Now we're talking about love and light, a guide to peace and oneness. And my very special guest today is Dr. Lisa Collins. And she's joining me here today as somebody that totally understands what healing frameworks are about and why we need them in the world today whether you're talking about racial healing for people of color and non-people of color, or you're talking about healing from addiction, and I'm not even gonna talk about addiction today because I just got the new numbers, it doesn't matter. What she is saying is I am a coach and I am the coach that's going to help move the needle to get to a place of conscious freedom and spirituality. What's the end game? Acceptance and space for connectedness and oneness and her book is off the charts with this and so today get ready to take a ride with us for those of you that are thinking am I going to learn something today you bet your bippy you are Dr. Collins great to have you Lisa awesome kick it up for me now
2: thank you for having me on your show Dr. Patton for that wonderful introduction (laughs)
1: <laughs> you bet you're bippy. I love it. <laughs> I, I, because I, I'm not allowed to cuss. Um, but here's the thing I love. Um, it really 20 years ago, and I, I want to take a step back for a minute, because what I've been able to watch is I've been able to watch the many different shades that we've evolved to have a conversation like the one we're having today and the, one, and, and the conversation in your book. You know, I work with women in addiction and recovery, and I've worked with women in the field of alcoholism since 89. And I've worked with women in, the, in drug, like they're two separate deals. Don't ask me why. Somebody crazy did that a bunch of years ago, but they're separate. And I worked with, with folks in about 1973 and on when I got my little awakening. And one of the things that I love is the founders of those initiates clearly from Carl Jung said, you've got to have a spiritual experience. This is a spiritual program. And today, if if somebody comes to me and says, I want to work with you. And I say, great, we're going to do spiritual program. And they say, oh, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay, go get another person, right? right. I don't know how to live my life. But for you, love of light, peace and oneness. You don't get here, I don't think, by Without going through some stuff, so I'm just saying we're going to talk for a minute about stuff. Yes, I got to know what kind of stuff that you got through, went through, saw in your life to get you to the place where now you are the ambassador for this. What kind of? Do you like my my phrase, my highly professional stuff? I like word? that
2: very professional phrase. Um, <laughs> you know, you do have to go through a, a, a valley, and for me, a valley was being a single mom. A valley is coming from a family that is riddled with alcoholism and drug addiction and trying to figure out what the code is in life and um, how I grew up in my family. Is that how other people are and me not knowing how to care for myself, genuinely care for me and to um, to love myself in a way that that I can be one in the world. And so when I'm responding to how other people are, acting or saying or behaving i'm um what you call one of my mentors says i'm on the outside of the bicycle i'm not in the middle i'm just spinning around and that's that spin got got dark it got to be a pretty dark spin and then all of a sudden i had a spiritual experience like wait a minute is it possible that i don't know what i'm doing with my life i'm not happy and all and I started my life over at twenty eight. I was divorced with three kids at twenty eight years old. Um, and our parents, my ex-husband and my parents were taking care of our children in two different states. and I was I was left with me. And yeah. I needed to yeah to find out who I was.
1: I love this. I love this idea of, you know, we have a phrase in our culture. it's called second chances. But second chances are usually meant for every restart. At least that's my, that's my extended definition of it. And I love how you talked about getting that restart and getting that start over. But I also love how you really stepped into it. And, you know, there's one thing that I now know that I don't deny, and that is God's words, wisdom, right? I don't deny it. I don't deny the fact that, you know, while we're talking about some things that just don't make sense. You you know, it's really interesting. Boy, why am I talking about this now? Um, You know, I have had to learn to have the God of my understanding show forward in my life. That includes everybody. It includes white, black, brown, Asian, I don't care. LGB, then T, then Q, then plus. It includes everybody, right? right and and we hear people one of the people i listen to my little spiritual uplift guy i love lifting to him and i email him at least once a week what do i email him i say hello pastor so you said it again you said that we are forgiven for our sins but yet you don't support people that are gay because you say they're sinning mm-hmm. which is it dude So the reason I'm bringing it up is because we have to sift through what's going to work for us. What have you found has worked for you?
2: You know, um, one thing that has worked for me is a simple the simple statement that we have one job to do here, and it's to care for one another. And we can't seem to do that. It didn't say to judge one another. It didn't tell me to tell you you can't wear that dress. It, It didn't. And I really am striving to live that in my life just to care for each other whether you like me or not whatever political persuasion you are and it's really okay. difficult <laughs> it's really difficult it's difficult to do so with that with that mantra or with that foundation moving forward this book was a gift and i having my own story of redemption and living a, and living the life i live is um has helped me to be stand next to the book. Yeah, I'm standing next to it.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. You know, I, I'm i raised in a very interesting family and I was very blessed to have a stepmom that came from the Baptist tradition, but came from a different version of it. You know, not the version that I hear on TV. And I didn't even understand it. When you're growing up, you don't know what she's talking. I mean, Baptist, Catholic, what? She's talking the word though. And the word is, you know what? God loves everybody. She's going to love you, Pat, because I was the ugly duckling sister. Just saying. Next to my two beautiful step sisters. Here I was this darker person, right? The blondes. Blue. God loves everybody. You have to love everybody. You have to be able to learn to step forward because if you can't do that, let me ask you a question. She'd say with her Southern draw, let me ask you a question, honey. Like, if you and not loving other people. I just want to like, do you like love yourself? And I'm like, I don't even like myself, mom, but see, this is what your book brings forward to for us, right? It brings forward your passion, your purpose. And some of the questions you ask in the book are just so beautifully stated. Should people be without food or water? Right? Right. I have to ask you this question. All of us get to step into a journey. We do, all of us. You've had a couple of restarts. I've had a couple of restarts. I had to restart my day today, just saying. But boy, when the light bulb goes on, What does that feel like for you, Dr. Lisa? That light bulb, those light bulb moments, right?
2: It feels like freedom. And it's not because that I did or said something. It's because I let go. I allowed what was happening in my life to happen. And I didn't try to control it. I had trust. And it feels like freedom. It feels like floating. That's what it feels like for me.
1: I want to talk with you about this as we move forward. I thank you for writing an, an incredible book. Um, I, I First of all, I love the message in it, but more importantly, I love the way you wrote it. I love that for me to even get through the first, I think, 15 pages, you must ask me about 20 questions that I had to stop and think about. I also love that you mentioned foundationally, and I, this is where I run into trouble when I sponsor women in either program. And I hand them, I say, I'm going to hand you the big book and I hand them the Course of Miracles. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Now, I, I tell you what, I've learned a little discernment. Like If you're working with somebody that has 30 days or less, you just got to get to that other book, right?
2: Right, right.
1: But when you get to step two, then there's a part. The Course of Miracles was influential for you. Can you talk to that?
2: This book is a um, it is a spiritual writing, so I wrote it. It came through me, but it's not of me. So when I got to the part of Course of Miracles, a friend of mine, her and I started during the pandemic doing a lesson a day, and we would call each other and go through the lessons. And the lessons were hard. They were really difficult to, to do. And you would think like, oh, this is going to be easy. And they were very technical. They're very technically written. And it was like, you need to bring your lunch.
1: You need to bring your lunch. (laughs) And I got to tell you, sometimes I had to bring my dinner. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And I found that there's learning and then there's learning. Mm-hmm. And what I love that you mentioned this, but I'll tell you what else I love. You know how I know that this was your pathway. There are a million ways you could have started the book and you started it with an amazing prayer. And I'm hoping later in the show, if you won't mind reading that prayer to us. Um, one of the things that I'm struck by is when we say to people, and I say it a lot, um, uh, and I say it in strange ways, right? I mean, to be honest with you, I'll be playing my sport and I'll say, hey, dude, don't really don't relive that point being a light.
2: Mm -hmm. And they're like, what? (laughs) Right.
1: What light? I want to ask you this question because there's so much in here, the prayers, the poetry in here. I mean, I started to look at this and I read the book and then I went back and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The treasure by thee will be found maybe. Amid the rattle and smoke of battle. What? Or far it may lie neath a flickering sky. Mid wastes ablaze in the scorching rays. What the heck came to you? This is a masterpiece. This is, it's a great book, but it's also lines of lessons.
2: It is. It is. It, it was kind of funny because i i did uh on my podcast i read some parts of the book and i was taken aback when i started reading the prayers that i wrote it's <laughs> all... <laughs> and i paused for a second like wow this is really a spiritual writing yeah and it speaks to me um the of the prayers some of the prayers and some of the people i had to reach out to um to ask them, can I use your prayer? Yep. And the I just, it is a gift that keeps on giving.
1: Yeah. I looked at this and I said, I'm gonna give, okay, I have this sponsee, I'm gonna give it to her. I have this one, I'm gonna give it to her. I have another woman that's not my sponsee, but she's a friend. She's on my list to give it to. And and why would I say that? And not just people that are struggling with addiction. What's happening in the world right now? Let's just cut it short. People are struggling. Yes. Do you agree?
2: They're untethered. I agree. They're
1: untethered. Mm. Untethered. The untethered soul. That's another. You'll have to come back and do that show. <laughs> but they're untethered and they don't know they're untethered. And I want to ask you this question because you talk about it in the book. You see, my mom used to say things like, hey, girls, i to tell you about the frog. And I'm, we'd like, what? Here she goes now. Just like a 30 second thing you could say. You wouldn't take three hours to say it, mom. So she would tell us, she said, you know, you, you girls, this is where you girls are. We, this, which one are you? She said, you know, like you get that frog, right? You know, we eat those frogs down there where you come from, girls. And, and you get the frog and grandma take the frog. And you saw grandma take the frog and she take the frog and she takes the frog, put it in the boiling water. Right? You girls, you all seen that, right? I'm thinking I was not part of that childhood, but I get it. And my sisters are like, yeah, that frog jumped right out of that water. And my mama would say, "Yeah, what did grandma do then? Oh, yeah. When you're in hot water, you jump out of that." She said, and and Joyce would say, "Well, grandma was smart. Grandma put the frog in cold water, and then she turned that water up slowly." I think that's where we are now. What do you think, Doctor Lisa?
2: I absolutely think that's where we are now. People are completely untethered, and and it says in the book that if if you get to this point in the book and you don't understand go back to the beginning i did <laughs> go that back to the, go back <laughs> to the beginning and i think people are lost they're lost chasing something and as the world gets more and more chaotic and more and more seemingly dangerous we forget who we are yeah we forget yeah. who we are
1: um i want to just take a break benny and uh if we could but for those of you just tuning in Love of Light, A Guide to Peace and Oneness with Dr. Lisa Collins. When we come back, we're going to tell you how to get a copy of the book. But even more importantly, you want to listen to our podcast. I'm I'm going to be talking to her during the break about what she would like to read from this, because you have to hear this in her words, right? Um, Dr. Lisa, how do people find out about you? But more importantly, let's tell folks how how to get the book.
2: They can find the book at Archway Publishing. Okay. That's one place to get it. And of course you can find it on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. And b- on bookstores all around are
1: carrying it. Mm-hmm. And then you can go, uh, let's get everybody over to your website. Cause you know, we're talking about the book today, but this is not you. You work with people to hear racial trauma. You have services, you have projects, you talk about social impact. There are so many things you do. You work with organizations, right? I do. So I'm how do busy. people, <laughs> I have to tell you, you're like my little, you're like my role model. Oh, like that's not all about model. you,
2: Dr. Pat. <laughs> no, I,
1: I, I have got to get my book out and I'm just going to follow your blueprint.
2: There but you go. Let's
1: give folks the website so they can connect with you directly.
2: You can find me on education through I'm also on Twitter as ed through engage and Instagram as Lisa C underscore healing.
1: Okay. And then also you're going to be able to find like, uh, like, Dr. Lisa Collins also doing like films. So we're going yes, to tell you. I, you have, I have one film Yeah, and I'm
2: working on another one.
1: Yeah. Family of Color Productions. Is that correct?
2: Yep. Family of Color Productions. Uh, be careful what you ask for.
1: That's what we're going to talk about when we come back, because you see, this is like a really cool book, but you have got to be all in folks, because when you start to read that prayer, here's what we're going to talk about when we come back. You have to have faith that the stuff that that those words are going to manifest. However, you may have to clear some stuff out. Let's take a short break. Benny, Jacob, if we could, when we come back more with Dr. Lisa Collins, the book is Love of Light. It is incredible. And she's right. I had to go back. I read it and then I had to go back. What
0: got me? What got me stuck? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Tune into the Dr. Diane Show, where we explore revolutionary expansion of mind, body, and soul every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I bring over 20 years of expertise as a mindset warrior, perspective shifter, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you reach your wildest dreams in business, health, performance, and relationships. Join the discussion on the show. Learn more about me, Dr. Diane, and receive a free digital copy of my magazine at NaturalNutmeg.com. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Minku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at ThriveWithADD.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen.
1: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. So I got to give a shout out to a couple of people. Um, I want to give a shout out to Linda because Linda and I have, Linda has seen, Linda and I, Linda and I have been friends since 1972. We lived together for 17 years. And I don't know to this day how she is still my friend. I wake up every day and I can think of one more thing I got to make an amends to her for. But she is so plugged in, probably will never tell you because she's like a triple Virgo, but she was so Absolutely committed to bringing Dr. Lisa Collins on today, and there is a very good reason. We are going to fill these sound waves now. We're going to fill them with the juice that both she and I understand, but only after going through some really, really, how should I call them, big challenges, and even to this day, challenges. Um before we go and we focus a little bit on this prayer I didn't that you wrote right yes I um, didn't know you wrote it but I couldn't get past it I mean I did ultimately read the book twice but I really read this about an hour and a half and then I knew why Linda had you come on today um, I want to just make sure everybody knows you can get the book anywhere but I really want you to go get to to meet dr Lisa on her podcast the great work she's doing in the world education through engagement.com is one and then family of color productions.com and then also on transformation talk radio her show love light, peace, oneness, and guidance. Her book is a blueprint. Dr. Lisa, which, which prayer are you going to share with us? And then Jacob, if you would, after the show, I would love to pull this out and put some beautiful music to it if you could. But all eyes on Dr. Lisa Collins right now. Tell us about what you're going to share.
2: So in the book, there is a, um, a part for prayers. Um, it's right in the first chapter and it's a part where we pause and practice taking 10 minutes, but here's some inspiration. And there's the first prayer. I think that's the one you mentioned, Dr. Dr. Pat. And, um, I wrote this prayer and, um, I'm going to read that one. Greatest light among the world, wind of love and comfort Hear my prayer and calling to be closer to you in every way, every day. Make me like the eagle that flies and carry me in the comfort of your arms and love as I wander in the way you would have me. In your eyes and in your walk, ground me like the great trees, flowers, and earth. Let me bring peace and kindness to all in graciousness, just as you do for me. Allow me to touch the oneness of truth of the earth and let my spirit fly like the wind.
1: How does that feel when you read that?
2: It feels comforting.
1: i am I know <laughs> how it feels when I hear it.
2: It feels comforting. And, and this is what I, this is my prayer. I mean, I, I want to, uh, I want to be one with, with who my, my authentic self. And that means that it's unconditional. And boy what a journey to get there Mm -hmm. yeah it feels surrendering
1: so i got down a little further down on the page
2: okay and Ah. there was
1: one that made me cry really there's a bunch that made me cry in here was it the love
2: of one another or mother god
1: i gotta tell you so you know I mean, I'm not really kind of an emotional thing, except when it comes to spirit and when you feel that spirit within me, right? Mm -hmm. But there were two that followed. It was like, my uncles gave me boxing gloves. So it was like the one-two punch, right? The love of one another, for sure. But then if you keep reading and then you get to, I tell by the time I got to rise up, I gotta tell you, I had my, I had my Reverend Dr. Pat voice on for Rise Up. I'm telling you, I read out loud because I'm um learning different, uh, you know, learning different. Mm -hmm. And so I can read a page at a time on a paper, but I have to read out loud to feel it. And I'm crying can you do another one?
2: Yes, of course. Um, should I read Rise Up? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's do it. Rise up and sing the song of gratefulness. As you know where your strength comes from, the goodness of each of us is within. Rise up and sing the song of gratefulness. Praise the goodness of your heart. Love the plentifulness of your existence. For this love is the nourishment, and is your nourishment and salvation.
1: Amen. Amen to that. I didn't expect this book. And I want to tell everybody why. Um, I want to get back to the original thing I said to you, and then I want to ask you a question about it. 20 years. I think Linda counted how many interviews I've done. I think she told me, and my head exploded, so I didn't even want to know that number. But she also talked about how many books I read. I grew up illiterate because I'm learning different. I'm a little bit on the spectrum, as we now know. I've just started to talk about it because I don't even know what to say. Um, I couldn't read or write out of high school. I passed high school because... My literature teacher said that he would give me an A if I could find a poem and I could read it out loud. I couldn't read. I found Bob Dylan, one of Bob Dylan's songs, because that was a poet to me. I don't know these other poets. I knew Edgar Allan Poe and Bob Dylan. And I came in and I had the paper. But I, had mem- I memorized the song that's how I got out of high school, right? So I have to read out loud. And I have to say this, and this is my question to you. As I did this, everything I read, I could feel change something in me. How did writing this book change Dr. Lisa Collins?
2: Wow, what a great question. I need what the first thing it did is that when in the beginning of the book it hows it talked about prayer and i was having that prayer practice already but the part where it starts to get into judgment judging people i was already working on judgment but boy it i really had to like up my game and how i started to look at what i was digesting in the media there's a part in the book that talks about like you know We spend all this time with the body, but no time with the soul. So the book is kind of like bumper cars for me. Like, you know, like, am I in the middle of the road or am I out here? I see myself like, are you digesting sick media? Well, I don't want that in me. So I don't want to. So it became a guide for me, a guide for me to, to pay attention to, to read these prayers, to spend that 10 minutes that I spent this morning to go ahead and, catch that judgment, and then look at what I'm feeding my children. That was a very powerful part for me. What are we feeding our children? Mm -hmm. So it is, it's a gift to me. And I know it's, I'm not only to me, but it is a guide for me as well.
1: I love that you brought it up because you spend a few, there's some beautiful things you talk about. And there's a section of the book about judgment. And, you know, I love that you've done this. Now, what I love about this is, you know, I love the innocence of children. I even love my own innocence as a child, because there was a point in time where I just would be, I would ask questions. You know, when I was in Catholic boarding school at a young age that no child should be in a Catholic boarding school, I remember asking some of the most interesting questions, and they stayed with me, because it never made sense. On the one hand, God loves everybody, right? On the other hand, God loves everybody except these people. Mm-hmm. God even loves a murderer, but don't like God don't love gay, gay people. But God mm-hmm. would love a murderer, right? But uh, and it never made sense to me as a child. And my stepmom was so beautiful in helping us get through that. Clearly, she never converted to Catholicism, and I got the benefit. Of, I don't know what planet she came from, but we have to put aside this. We can't be talking a God of no judgment and then have a list of people that just don't make it in the human category, right? Right. And this isn't just about people. We're doing this a lot, but we're not going to get anywhere if we don't lay down our sword of judgment.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And one strong part of the book is directed at churches. It's it's not an anti-church book, but it says very clearly churches haven't done the work of healing and peace in bringing people to God. And I think churches should take note as well as I think people should take note of all the man made or human uh, kind super influences on um the books like the Bible. And so it's very clear in the, in this writing that, Hey, we want to get back to caring for one another. And it's not about what you look like, who you love or what, how you dress. It's just about caring for souls.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what we do. I mean, when you're looking in the eyes of, of someone that you can see their woundedness, and i say woundedness without you know having any caveats around it you know mm-hmm. people go through everything from physical abuse from racial trauma uh sexual abuse verbal abuse social media abuse i mean we could go on and you can see it in their eyes right mm-hmm. you can see it in their eyes what i love is being able to see the woundedness because the next step is nothing see once you're not once you are so ingrained and woundedness now turns to anger and resentment the eyes turn into the eyes of a shark and so when I see somebody in that much pain it is a it is a sign for me to see is there anything I could do to show some compassion or empathy and I want to ask you this because in the book you say this and I would love for you to talk to it you say love. Right before that, you talk about Jesus. So it's good, right? I like this. Jesus teaching parables, right? Um, We struggle about them. I'm not sure why, because this is a man of love. And it says, love is a universal spiritual tool that is the foundation of the connection with God. See, if we could just lean into that 100%, tell me all the things that will fade away, disintegrate, and dissolve
2: they will die from neglect. The first love has to be with ourselves. And Dr. King talked about his, you know, love as a foundation. And when we talk about like, think about racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, um, all of the isms that there are, the structural uh, issues, um, cultural, generational, all of those things. That we judge and have whole media systems around to replicate and make stronger the discord between us. Mm. But you have to love yourself first.
1: Yeah. I want to talk about this when we come back, because um, not only do you talk about it, but you have some guiding principles, especially when you talk about prayer, prayer practice that really will get people there. And the reason I say get people there will get people there no matter where they're starting from. See, this is what I love. So you don't have to be like already sitting on a mountain. You could be anywhere. You could be me in a gutter someplace that can't find your motorcycle because you've had too much to drink. You don't know where your keys are. That could be you. And somebody reaches out to you and hand, gives you a hand And says something like, I'm going to help you up because somehow God had me walk down this dirty alley and I found you. When we come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Lisa Collins about now that you know this, are you all going to be all in to do some practicing? Are you okay with wherever you are, where you're starting? Let's take a short break. Benny Jacob we will be right back with Dr. Lisa Collins.
0: Tune in to the hit show us Critical Conversations on the Challenges of Our Time with me, Dr. Crystal Lee Crane, on Transformation Talk Radio.com, every fourth Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. Listen while we focus on the intersections of truth and justice as we learn how to coexist, pushing our social transformation to the next level. Become true stewards of the justice that is needed in our world. Learn more at PreventionAgenda.org. That's PreventionAgenda.org. Life can be demanding. But sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too
1: focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at EllenWyomingDeloy.com.
0: Are you ready to expand and move forward and create the love in your life that you truly desire and deserve? Specializing in consensually non-monogamous and polyamorous relationships, Elizabeth Cunningham works with all people who want to expand and grow the love they have in their lives. Contact Elizabeth for more information on love coaching and applying for her online course, Love Deeper, at ElizabethCunningham.com.
1: Are you feeling lost in this journey we call life? When you awaken the truth of your patterns, limitations, and beliefs, you
2: can start to heal relationship with yourself, others, and your circumstances. I'm Ritika
1: Rose, life coach, author, and speaker. My mission is to help you align with your most powerful, authentic self and transform how you experience your inner and outer world. Find the confidence and peace to live the highest version of your life. Visit ritikarose.com. Champion Your Life
0: with me, Leanne Champion, first and third Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That new gym membership might help you get fit, but what about emotional fitness? Jump into the rushing waters of personal growth. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Visit ChampionYourLife.com and let's do this together.
1: That's what I'm saying, Benny. That's what I'm saying. Hey, everybody, welcome back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat show. And it's a very special uh, edition of the Dr. Pat show. I want you all to know that I'm here with my friend, colleague, Dr. Lisa Collins, love of light, a guide to peace and oneness. And I just want to say to all of you out there, uh, this is a book that is available to you. Um, It answers many questions. You know, how have we allowed things like sexuality and politics and skin color to divide us? I mean, we're even divided on what kind of food we eat now, right? I mean, there are people that are like, you eat beef, you're not my friend. And then, you know, why is it so difficult for each of us to love and to love each other as human beings? And I think if you can get a handle on that first question, you'll then take a look at the others. But then she asks the most incredible things throughout the book, by the way. What happens if we were to look at each other's as if they were whole? Mm. There's so much. And what happens when you go through this and you read her book and she is a medium, she's a spiritual writer. She's a playwright. She uses her gifts for healing, for openness. And she understands this because you see my mentor said to me, you cannot take a person to a place, Pat, you haven't gone. That's how, you know, she's been there. I want everybody to know that the book is available. You can go to educationthroughengagement.com or you can go to this other place. Check this out, familyofcolorproductions.com. Um, Dr. Lisa, again, thank you. I, I want to go to, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to give away the punchline, but I just want to read this one thing. And then, and then I, I would like you to talk to it because it's not just a book that really takes us to another place, especially if you read these prayers out loud. It's a book that says there's something for us to do. And it's a sentence at the end of the book that says, structure your life much as you would if you did not want to get sick. Now, I love this, because when I hear sick, just like you're grooming your training. And when Carl Jung gave this spiritual experiencing to Bill Wilson, they were talking about spiritually sick, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why in the book, you're taking us through the what and the how. Can we do it? Can we do it?
2: Yes, we can. And we will. And it won't, the book won't speak to everyone. And I was, uh, presenting a couple weeks ago and a woman came up and she was in tears. She had, we had watched the film working with a school down in uh, Santa Barbara around uh, healing, all holistic healing and watched the short film, be careful what you ask for. And she came up in tears and she said, I just don't know what to do. And I said, do you feel untethered? And she said, I do. I said, read the book, it will help you. Mm-hmm. So there, there, I think there's more people than not that want, they're seeking something. Look at all the, you know, it says in the the extreme sports, the extreme TV, the extreme, everything's extreme, but the soul is thirsty. We're souls. We're thirsty. And I think that these small communities are going to start where we're just caring for one another, talking about how tough it is not to judge that lipstick or that hat or that, uh, whatever it is, that's not important and to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. Therefore I can love you. If you are hurting, I'm hurting. Yeah. Well,
1: the, the buck has got to stop here. And, you know, I don't know when that light bulb went on for me. I, I think early on when I realized my whole life was dependent on substance abuse. And now I met somebody incredible and, you know, Linda was, not from that background. She has one of the most not dysfunctional families. And I met her mom. And this is how I knew I had to change. Dr. Lisa, you know, I met Linda's mom, we worked together at Bell Labs and Bellcore, And I walked into their home. Now, I didn't even know what a home like this could even look like. But I walked in, and there was Joan and she had these very thick glasses, right, Joan? But you could see her piercing blue eyes. Now, uh, at 23, I never lifted up my head. You know, people saw the top of my head like all the time. They're like, wow, you got like a like, that's a lot of hair. I don't have a lot of hair now, but they're like, wow, you got a lot of hair. And I walked in and Linda introduced me. She said, hey, I want you to meet my mother, Joan. First of all, I'm like, what is she mom or she? No, she's Joan. And I walked in and I thought I was done. And she says get over here, young lady. Now I know she's talking to me. She says, pick up your head. Mm. I want you to look me in the eye. Don't ever come in my house with your head down again, ever. You have beautiful eyes. That was the last time. And I'm telling you, I was scared, but my heart opened. See, mm-hmm. even something like that is hard to hear. That is that is like God giving me something to learn, and the only way I could learn it. Because if you'd have walked up to me, Doctor Lisa, and said, "Oh, it'd be a good idea to pick your head up," I'd be like, "Okay, next." Right? But isn't this this is not a one size fits all, as you said, but yet it does fits all. It does fit all, doesn't it? It is. It is for
2: everyone. It is for everyone. And there's a a part in a book that says, and for those that don't believe in God, God God believes in you. And you can benefit from these practices and they will help you as well. It's universal.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: All religions, all creeds, it's us. Mm -hmm. It is us. We're the ones we're looking for.
1: We live in a world now that when I look at my phone and I think you go on to say something like keep spiritual literature at hand. Well, that's literature. That's your app. You can set, I, I have somebody I work with actually is here today. Her alarm goes off. Why does her alarm go off? Uh, she got to do a little spiritual check-in, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think as you look ahead and I, and and there are many things I know you think about I want to know what's next for Dr. Lisa Collins. I want to know as I sit here and your are your mind and your heart and your soul are interconnecting with each other. Can you give mm-hmm. us a sneak peek into the consciousness of Dr. Lisa Collins? Well, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are a couple of things on the horizon. Um, there's a book on motherhood on the horizon Mm -hmm. and um, motherhood is uh, the definition of motherhood is not people who have born children. Mothering is universal across genders across. um, So that's it. That's it's, it's, it's already started. There's a book on love coming um, which um, I'm excited about. Uh, There's a, at least a couple of screenplays coming. I'll be going, with Chad Brown. I don't know if you know Chad Brown, um, out to the Arctic this summer. Wow. Um, and I'll be writing about, um, time climate change and the, um, how climate change is hurting our earth. And Mm -hmm. so I plan to write a screenplay about that. So those are some of the things that are brewing Mm -hmm. And my heart and my heart is very grateful and humbled to be able to do, um, God's work on earth with you, Dr. Pat, and all of the people who I come in contact with. I know this is a a gift, and um, I plan to step all the way into it.
1: Hmm. Wow. I had the honor and pleasure of learning from a man who became my coach and my mentor in so many ways from Africa, right, Sam Hammond. And I went through and there was something that really talked to what you just said right now. And boy, we're gonna be right there. We're getting ready to launch our green channel. So I don't know the timing of that trip, but boy, why don't we why don't we do let's follow Dr. Lisa because this is so important to all of us, right? Um, but I read this. I read this poem in the middle of the book and, and it was South African poetry, right? I believe it was um, where it came from and I'm not going to read it all, but there's a piece of it that stopped me. The light may lead where feet shall bleed and voices drear assail the ear with hard sights. Shall throng the nights and days of right with fears and strife. The treasure by thee will be found, maybe amid the rattle and smoke of battle, or far it may lie neath the flickering sky, mid waste ablaze in the scorching rays. Perchance it appears where winter rears in the arctic zone his eternal throne, or far it may be near the purple sea, on a weltering steep of sunless deep, But how or where be not thy care? The priceless treasure no thought can measure. He shall surely find who with steadfast mind keeps trimmed and bright in the inward light. Through toil, through pain, and loss and gain, by day, by night, follow the light. Yes. Thich not Hanh. Yes, that is a tearjerker for me, Dr. Lisa, thank you for today, please let folks how they can follow you get the book your show.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Pat, you can you can find the book Love of Light on Archway Publishing. You can follow me on Twitter, Ed through Engage, um, Lisa C. Healing and in Instagram and my website education through
1: One last question. I'll try to make it easy. I would love to know your personal message. I would love to know what Dr. Lisa Collins would like to leave us all with today. And again, thank you.
2: You're welcome. My personal message is treat yourself like your best friend. Love yourself.
1: For all of you out there that are thinking, where do I begin? We just gave you the blueprint. Whether it's this book or whether it's Dr. Lisa's guidance, walk around with something spiritual. You define what that is. And if you do decide to read it out loud, like I have to do, because I don't really read internally very well, maybe you too will come to tears. But those tears that Dr. Lisa Collins talks about, they're tears of joy, they're tears of gratitude, they're t- tears of the very transformation you are in the middle of. And that's what Dr. Lisa Collins does. Thank you so much for today.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much.
1: I want to thank Jacob for making everything look great. And as usual, Benny, I want to thank you for pushing all the right buttons and doing what you do for so long. But more importantly, I want to thank all of you out there. We bring you shows like this because we know, we know energetically and consciously, this is what you want to hear. This is what will help you today. Please reach out to Dr. Lisa Collins please. She is available. She's open. And we are here to support you. Doesn't matter where you are in your journey. We'll see you next time, everyone.